This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Behind home plate, we bringing it to them all day. Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by a guy who spent his entire weekend talking to China to see if he could return his King Felix jersey, the button lover, Josh Soroka. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Good, good. A lot to talk about this week. Yeah, that King Felix stuff, uh, not working so great. No, no. Uh, Today is our special predictions episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and we're also joined by... I was going to say, there's a third body below you. Yeah, uh, as usual, the zany one, Burt Rohde. Hey, Burt. What up, 336ers? <laughs> as, as it used to be regularly, or usually. It's been a while, Bert. I saw somebody's tweet pop up at the bottom there with my name, so it's nice to be appreciated. Good to see you guys. Yeah, it's like it's like you never left. Did you... Seriously. Uh, I don't. When was it's been a year, right? You didn't make it on for football season, right? No, I, I'm trying to think. I think the last time I was on was at your house when you were still in the rental down in uh, Florida. All right. When we surprised Matt that time. That's true. That's so true. that's yeah, been that, well over a year. Yeah, probably so. You're right. Um, you were too busy with Costco. Yeah, yeah, and then all of a sudden they put Lamar Jackson in for Joe Flacco two years ago, and things got interesting. Right, right. <laughs> Bert hasn't been on the show since Lamar Jackson was quarterback. That's true. I haven't been to Costco since Lamar Jackson's quarterback. <laughs> no, that's, a joke. that's a joke. Obviously, that's not true. <laughs> right. I, we know you live. I would never give up my loyalty to Costco. No, but it's 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 fun that you get to come on here uh, as we all get excited for uh, opening day next. I guess this week, season starting home opener next week. But it's something yeah. that I, I think, even though you've been off the show, you're excited baseball season's coming. Oh, definitely. Uh, it, it, it is a little annoying that we have to spend, what, like practically a whole week of road games before we get that home opener. But, you know, I'll, I'll take it. You know, yeah. I'll take I'll take 0-6 home opener if it means we get to go to Camden Yards again. True, yeah. true. After a year of no Camden Yards. 
I was trying to explain this to Emily, to, to my wife. She was like, I was like, Em, clear the schedule tomorrow at 2 o'clock. I'll be watching the game. Uh, and, she, and she said, yeah, like next week I got you. And I was like, no, opening day is Thursday, like this week, Thursday. She said, no, I thought it was next week. No, that's the home opening day. <laughs> not, this is the normal opening day, not the home opening day. Well, it's right. so confusing to me that I booked my flight for the wrong week. And then I had to go in and change it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, no, for real? Even though I knew the 8th. I said, oh, opening day is the first. So I booked my flight around the first. I put my time off request in for the first. And then, like, the next day I realized, wait, I think I got that wrong and shifted it all. So oh, I'm glad you showed the Camden Yards. Boston. You didn't fly to Boston. No. Could you imagine how much tickets for opening day in Boston are going to cost this year? I assume, Are they having fans? I haven't. Here's the deal. Florida all the fans, whatever. So I was able to go to Sarasota and see games fine. They had restricted, but no issue. Uh, Baltimore, I know, and I've paid attention to, so I know Camden Yards is limited amount of people. I haven't paid any attention. Do the rest of the stadiums, are they opening up across the country? Only Texas. Well, Texas is wide open. I know that. (laughs) Yes, and that's it. Everyone else is limited except for Texas. But are the others open? Like, is Fenway Park open? Yes. Yeah. In fact, I, I mean, I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline saying how the Fenway Park is making adjustments in order to fit a certain number of fans in because it is such a tiny ballpark right. as it is. The seats, you're already sitting on top of each other. Right. Piece so. of junk ballpark. If, I, if I'd have actually read the article, I'd share with you what I read. I no, we read headlines. We read That's headlines. That's all I'm good That's for. What we do here. I just pulled headlines. it up. Basically, the, that'll be the gist of my spring training analysis is whatever Roth tweets. <laughs> I just pulled it up. 4,500 fans in Fenway on Thursday. Okay. So, not bad. All right. I think we, Camden Yards is what, 10,000? Cam, Camden Yards? Yeah. 11,000. 11,000. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is the same attendance that they normally have in April outside of opening. That's, day. What, that's what I'm curious about because it's, I mean, for opening day, it'll be an issue, obviously. But every game after that, anybody who wants to go should still be able to go. Maybe. Unless it's well, like Father's Day giveaway or something like that. Well, they're limiting it to you have to be a season ticket holder to buy tickets. So okay. That's one way they're managing it. So you're going to have to pay more if you want to go because you'll have to get them off StubHub. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be one thing. Also, I can't figure this out. There are people like us. Are most Oriole fans like us just anxious to get back to the stadium? Or is there still hesitancy like I don't want to go to a stadium filled with people? Even with space stuff spread out, I think it's both. Because it's for me, and I think a little bit for you guys. Uh, it the COVID issue is not necessarily a, a make or break deal. You just would want to go back to Camden Yards and go to a baseball game. But there is a large set of the population who's like, I'm not going anywhere near where there's strangers until right. They tell me I can. <laughs> why, why, didn't we get, why didn't we get Bert on here for his COVID takes? In the back <laughs> yeah. the, the, I would have been out of here a long time ago, right. probably. <laughs> <laughs> you brought me in for like two weeks of COVID takes and like we got to get this guy out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I agree with Bert. I think half the population is like, I miss baseball. Get me back. The other half is like, I don't want to go to restaurants. I don't want to be around people. Even when we go back to North, like I'm still hesitant. And I don't know as far as baseball fans – if that, what part of the population baseball fans fall into. Right. Um, Cause I think I, baseball fans, like football fans, 
I, no offense to football fans. I don't think they care. I think football fans would freaking sell out. Don't even care. Baseball fans, I think, are a little more I, I, cautious. I get what you're saying about football fans, but I think it's just sports fans in general. What you will, I wouldn't say baseball fans are more cautious. I would say baseball, you see more of the business meetings and the, you know, the afternoon special and taking, uh, just going to hang out and be part of something yeah. there for the game. And those guys won't come back to in this environment. Probably. Right. This is hopefully would just be kind of the, the diehard willing like to risk your life to see an Oriole game. <laughs> like here's what I want to know about Camden Yards. Like I get that all the seats are separated, but what about like the flag court? Like are people allowed to hang yeah. out at the flag court? Yeah, I'm sure there'll be rules. And... Like those, are they going to draw the circles like in the spring training fields where you, this six-foot circle is mine? There'll be attendants out, poor, poor attendants whose only job is to be like, stay six feet away. Stay hey. six feet away, please. So, Bert, I went to Ed Smith for the opener, spring opener, yeah. and they had attendants walking around saying, put on your mask after every sip. Yeah. Put on your mask. Put on your mask. Yeah. So I, I would assume we're going to see some of that as well. I got a lot of practice doing that, too, as a teacher. Cover your nose. Pull up the mask. I've been doing a lot of that this past couple of weeks. Pull up, pull up yeah. your pants. Yeah, well, I've always been doing that. But <laughs> now you have the mask. Pull up the mask and the pants. No, we got it. But enough. I, enough. Yeah, go ahead, Bert. I was just going to say, for, from my standpoint, with my income tax work and meeting with clients, I, they all show up with a mask on their face, and they say, do you want me to keep my mask on? And I say, I really don't care whatever you're comfortable with. And cause I don't, I honestly, I don't care. I'm glad. And that's what I'll tell the, I'll tell the baseball tenant. That. I'm glad Bert's out here giving his you want me to wear COVID advice. Bert. I'll wear it. If you want me to wear it, do you want, are you comfortable with wearing it? Are you uncomfortable Bert, with wearing it? <laughs> Bert would be right at home down here in Florida. Yeah, well, I did. Probably and, and we shouldn't be talking about this cause we have too much to get into with the Orioles, but I did have my first encounter with, um, I got yelled at about the mask. You know? Well, what happened was I was in the grocery store with my son, Silas. He's three. I don't make him wear a mask. A random customer came in and kind of harangued me for not having my son wear a mask. It got a little bit ugly. <laughs> Even on the, you must have not been on the Eastern Shore. No, this is on Eastern Shore Safeway. Eastern Shore Safeway. Harassing right a three-year-old for not well, wearing a mask. In fairness, harassing me uh, about said three-year-old. You should have told her. He already got COVID. He's okay. He's got the antibodies. Yeah. No, I, really I, freak I, her out. No, I said I appreciate her for your advice. I said thank you for the advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have said you, I'm sure you're a blast at parties. Well, see, down here we've got the other issue where if you wear a mask in the grocery store, someone makes a comment. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do either. To each their own. I don't understand why anybody talks to anybody. I don't want to be talked to, and I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm the lime on this show. I, I <laughs> you're on. I, you're on this show because you can talk to two, the two of us, and everyone else types over on the sidebar, and you don't have to respond. Yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> I know, but we got some. We got some Orioles previous stuff to get into. First of all, there's just over the past week, there's been a ton of action, right? So you want to recap a couple of things that's happened before we get to our kind of predictions? Yeah, sure. And, and today, Phil, Phil Burden, we got to see where Burt stands. Yeah, seriously, well, how much of this do I actually well. know? Well, I got to fill myself in because I feel like a lot of stuff. I was listening to, uh, you know, Masson has a podcast or whatever with, with yes. a couple guys. Yeah. Um, I, I was listening to Jeff it. Arnold and Brett Hollander. No, that's not it at all. That's not it's, it? It's Paul something. 
and uh, I don't know who the other guy is. It's the Mass and All Access podcast or whatever. Okay. Not right. the Orioles podcast. The Mass That's and the National. Isn't that like the Nationals podcast or something? I don't know. Anyway. You were listening right. to the Nationals podcast? No, it was Orioles. It was an yeah. Orioles Mass and podcast. Yeah, right. right. Trader. I'm checking your background for uh, Nats gear now. They, they were talking about, you know, you, you want to check someone's background, check Bert's background. Don't worry about my well, background. I wasn't going to point out his background. I was just <laughs> leaving it there. Um, the, no, no, but, but they were like, um, first of all, the moves that have been made in spring training um, up until this point, I love almost all of them. Um, I'm a fan of all these things. I'm a fan of, I never really liked Kiki and Aiken. I'm, I'm glad he didn't make the open day roster. Um, I, I caught, like they were, I mentioned them because they were shocked, shocked. That Yomar Sanchez was released um, as we added Adam Plutko from the Indians, but like I, I we, didn't do anything. We we talked about it last week. Like second base, it was like it's a it's it's a dump. Yeah, he was like a two twenty hitter, and these people are like Gold Glove defense, Gold Glove defense. It doesn't matter. Let me tell you, in high school, um, in high school baseball, I never played even though I was the best infielder defensive player they had, but I never played except for like in the ninth inning. Why? Because I couldn't hit. And even in high school ball, you have to hit a little bit to play on the team. Yeah, and but, he were in the majors and Sanchez has proven throughout his career. He can't hit. And yet people were surprised. Like, I'm glad I'm done with Sanchez. I'm glad. He's yeah, but but you, know, you know, better, you know why people were, this is what Baltimore fans do. Why do you think they all loved Ryan Flaherty? He couldn't hit the ball. It, yeah, it, but at yeah. least, yeah, but like, but that's really what's annoying, right? We have no second baseman, literally no second baseman on the yeah. roster. <laughs> and we could have had Hanser Alberto if we just kind of kept him. No, yeah, the irritating part is Hanser Alberto. Yeah. Because now we've got an open day roster that's going to have uh, Pat Vilecki. Vileka. Vileka. I know that yeah. name. Vileka. Yeah. But too many people, Josh, you'll never hear anyone criticize Hanser Alberto. Um, not being here is Zach Pop being lost in the Rule Five draft. Yeah, who wants to criticize Michael Elias? Yeah, Zach, Zach Pop who right. made a roster. Yeah, I like the way this organization is going. I like the way Mike, what Mike, Mike Elias has done. But we can also point out when he's done four things. I mean, I think the uh, Matt Harvey thing is looking great so far. We'll see how Matt Harvey works out. Right. But if that works out, that's going to yeah. be a great signing. But anyway, I was just kind of covering the moves. I was throwing my opinions right. in there. I didn't mean to do yeah. that. Yeah. So Keegan Aiken got sent down. Keegan Aiken got sent down. So Which the rotation one at a time. What I said one point at a time. I'm I'm still getting this Keegan Aiken news. This is news. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Keegan Aiken <laughs> got sent down. Everyone was surprised because he seemed like the one of the guys who proved himself last year. But I guess it's he sucked in spring training, and it wasn't yeah. just working on something. Yeah, so and was, everyone who says spring training doesn't matter will tell that to Keegan Aiken because tell that to Bruce Zimmerman. Yeah. Um. So, but anyway, the rotation's set now. So starting pitchers. John Means will pitch opening day. Matt Harvey will be your second starter. Bruce Zimmerman will be your third starter. Jorge Lopez will be your fourth starter. And Dean Kramer will be your fifth starter. That's the rotation. It's set. That's it. Yeah. And, and that lines nice. up. If there's no rainouts or anything, it means the home opener, we get Matt Harvey. Yep. Which I think is fine. I think that's fine. Yeah. I've seen John Means. I want to see Matt Harvey. Yeah, and hey, listen, and the order, like, I think Kramer is right now is the second best pitcher on this team, Dean Kramer, not Matt Harvey. And I think Bruce Zimmerman is probably the worst, but he's the number three starter. I think this has more to do with, though, Means and Harvey and Zimmerman against Boston 
And then you have Lopez and Kramer and then Means again against the Yankees. Because right. Kramer did well with the Yankees last year. He did. And so did Lopez. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, the other news, um, Sanchez, I mentioned Sanchez was DFA. So now we don't have a second baseman. Ruiz has tried out there. Valeca can play there. Probably will be there opening day. People think uh, Urias can also play there. But people assumed Yomar Sanchez was our starting second baseman. But now he's no longer in the team. Um, he was DFA to make room for Adam Plutko who a former Indians starter slash, you know, starter slash reliever. Um, he will, I guess, serve a long man role in our bullpen. Um, so this, you know, he's an older guy who I think people said, Michael Elijah's kind of liked him, liked his stuff. Also is developing a cutter that might be effective, but here's the thing. I love it because if I was a GM, this is what I would do. Like players who I like on MLB, the show, or just players who I like for some reason, because they had a nice mustache or something. Um, I'll have Bert right there. I would, I would like, and hey, you yeah. just get it for cash considerations. This is great. I would make sure I get all these guys that I kind of liked when they were 20 or whatever in the draft room or something and just sign them because you're the GM. This is the perks to me. Pluco is like the perks of being a GM. You can get these random guys for cash considerations. Um, so whatever. I'm okay with it. We'll see how that and works. Again, it's a no harm situation. Yeah. Like it doesn't hurt. The other news was, I guess, notable news is that King Felix um, was released. He's no longer on the team. Right. He requested a DFA after his injury since he didn't make the team. Uh, do you think another team picks him up or you think he just doesn't play this year? Yeah. I, he Maybe he requested DFA. I don't, I don't believe for a second he requested it. I think the Orioles said, get out. You don't think he just didn't want to go to the minors? No, didn't no. they offer him a minor league deal and he turned it down? Yeah, I think it's probably something like, like Bert. I don't know the details, but I bet something like that because you're coming off an injury because he right. left the game because he's hurt. Right. So now he's hurt. And when he pitched, he was on like mid-80s. Right. Another team's not going to pick him up. No, I know. I, th- I, I agree. I think he's done. And so he, it, he's he at the point in his like career. The, the, yeah, you're yeah. right. He needed somebody like the Orioles who are bottom barrel team just to give him a shot. And even if they're not going to give him a shot, then he's going to call it a career. Right. And so that's why I think it was the Orioles decision because he needs the Orioles more than the Orioles need him. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. So anyway, and then the other news, um, relatedly, maybe relatedly, maybe not similar situation. Wade LeBlanc was released, but then the next day he was resigned for pretty much the same exact contract. Do you think he even (laughs) emptied his locker? Yeah. I, I, well, I think he emptied a couple things from his locker, called his agent to see what was available. His agent called back about 12 hours later saying, you know what? You should probably just say where you are. Or do you think <laughs> I see, I thought I saw it the other way of him telling uh, Elias, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to the minors. I'm, I'm leaving instead of going to the minors. And then Elias rested on it for 24 hours and said, all right, I still think we can flip LeBlanc. Oh, really? That's my, yeah. That was my take. Yeah, you might be right, but I don't know how many other major league teams are looking to sign Wade LeBlanc either. So. I don't think major league teams are looking to sign anyone. Exactly, I, I agree. Mean, there's been no like big late name additions to any teams, right? And there's there's always guys sitting out there. Yeah, and none of this, and people I think again are surprised with some of this stuff, but not not the Pluco signing should not have surprised anyone because. Elias does this thing at the end where he waits yeah. for, I mean, he was going to be DFA'd, Pluka, so he's, oh, I'll just give you some cash considerations for him. We knew, And so he does this all the time where he tries to add talent late in spring training. 
Right. We, we mentioned it even last year, last week. We mentioned, hey, this week Elias will sign someone because that's how he got uh, Severino. Yep. So, um, so that's so everything's pretty much set. I mean, I guess the, so only the other we, news. Yeah, go ahead. The other news would be the two Rule 5 guys. Yes. That we're keeping them both. We're keeping both of them. Because why not? <laughs> <laughs> because Bert doesn't know who they are. <laughs> well, uh, I know of Zach Pop, but he's not our Rule 5 guy anymore. He's somebody else's Rule 5 no, guy. It would be Tyler Wells, a pitcher. Okay. Yeah, let me see you say the second name. Max Scarella. Scarella. Okay. Is that right? I think that's right. Scarella? Scarella. Yeah, I'm okay. sure that's a name he got made fun of in high school for. But he is Ben McDonald's nephew. And both pitchers. Okay. And uh, they say Scarello is more starter material. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because I think some people say Scarella has the better stuff, but Tyler Wells had a much better spring training. Tyler Wells pitched really well in spring training. Um, you could argue him and Zimmerman had the best spring trainings. Uh-huh. Um, and so he made it definitely on his spring training, where I think Max made it more on kind of his makeup. But Max, yeah, we're yeah. keeping both of them and good because I'm mad about losing Zach Pop. So I hope right. these two players work out because that makes me feel a little bit better about losing Zach Pop. Right. And uh, Mac, they say he's starting material because he has like four. Oh, yeah. Ma- I said Max. It's Mac. No, yeah. it's Mac. Yeah. Like, Mac. Uh, like a Big Mac. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got more pitches, which is why they say he's starting material. Now, I didn't like that Brandon Hyde tried to explain how great it was signing these two as in using uh, Richie Martin as an example of a good successful <laughs> Rule 5 move. Well, I, I mean, you, you need to look no further than Santander, right? Right, that's what I mean. He should have went with Santander. If he wanted to go pitcher, he could have gone a day. But <laughs> Richie Martin's not the right example. Not yet. He might be. <laughs> okay, right. A little bit of a stretch there by Brandon Hyde. This yeah. is uh, year three for Richie Martin. Yeah, but he was hurt all of last year. Yeah. And if you call that a year. Yeah, I mean, it's true. interesting because um, Richie Martin, you know, his last a couple years ago when he played every day for us, offensively was an absolute disaster, absolute disaster. And then all last year he was hurt. And so like, I just want to see him have a full, I mean, the reason you do these rule five things is so you could suck up with them being terrible in the majors for a year. And then hopefully you can bring them, send them back on the minors and develop them. And you got a new prospect. Right. So you hope like Richie Martin can have a full year without getting hurt. So you can find out if he can be a second or baseman or shortstop next year, or if he's a bum. Yeah. What do you take for the Orioles using Adley Rushman in so many games up to the end and getting in more games than uh, Severino or Cisco? Well, he was getting a lot of games at DH, too. Right. Which is like they just. A lot of lineups for a guy who you're not taking to Baltimore with you. Yeah. Because he's not going to be able to face Major League pitching for the next six months. So might as well get it in now. I don't know. I don't know. Or is it for the pitchers? Is it the, well, no, he's playing DH. He's doing and a lot of DH. DH and, no. yeah. Yeah. Is there any chance that there's no chance he makes it up to Baltimore next week? Right? No, because he's not even on the 40 man. You have to make room for him. You have to make room for him. Because I know they've been using him at DH because of Santander's injury. Yeah. But, but like there's other guys you could plug in there. You could plug it. You got anyone 40 guys you can plug in. Yeah, you can put anyone in that there. Yeah, the that's interesting. I mean, even guys not on right. the roster. You right. So I couldn't figure in. out why even up to yesterday, he was in the he was in the lineup. 
And yeah. don't get me they're wrong, trying to, I love it. It just seems they're trying to clean up that spring training record. Right. <laughs> no, but it does. Very it does. Trying to sell more <laughs> Oriole tickets, build some more excitement. Right. Well, yeah, the problem is he was doing well. Well, that's it, and that's the reason I like it, and that's the reason I think they're doing it. A terrible it. problem. <laughs> it's, I think this is – we haven't seen this lately. We haven't seen this very much at all. But this is what we call the superstar treatment, where I, I think they view Adley Rushman as not just another minor leaguer developing. I mean, they view him as a superstar ma- major leaguer. And I think Bert's right, where he's about – I mean, spring training doesn't – I mean, uh, the AAA doesn't start for another month, and they want him – to get as many major league at bats as possible because they know, like this kid's legit. How good he's going to be? I hope it means that they want him here sooner rather than later. Like I hope this means he's getting at bats so he's ready to go in May um, on the right, squad. That, That's what I'm hoping. It'd be awesome. Yeah. So, but I I, I would be shocked, blown away. Um, you know, running around the house with no clothes on. If he makes the opening, you know, roster. All right. So if he makes the roster, you're just going to treat it like any Saturday. Yeah. It'd be a typical Saturday, but I'll do it on Thursday. Gotcha. But now um, we got some predictions to get to. Oh, not just any predictions. Time now for bold predictions. You want to start with Orioles record or start with bold predictions? Uh, let's start with the record. Okay. So I think Bert's having mic problems or headphone problems. There we so, go. Me now? Yes, we hear you. Sorry. Sorry about yeah. that. My Bluetooth thing has just popped out all of a sudden. <laughs> no problem. Um, we're do we know, to... for, for context, do we know as far as, um, like, how other people have predicted the Orioles will finish this year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's that 0.0% that we saw, yeah. all saw. Yeah, <laughs> Fangraphs has the zero zero. I just looked uh, up on Sports Illustrated. They have Sports us finishing 52? at six, 62 and right. one, 62 wins, 100 losses. Might have been Ken Rosenthal who had us at 52 wins. I think the over under in Vegas is 64 wins. Yep. So, um, so yeah. So I. Why don't we start there with our predictions for the year? Mm. All right. Well, I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm smashing the over button on 64. Yeah, me too. I'm smashing over 62. I'm smashing over 64. Like I don't I think I don't think we're winning the World Series this year. Spoiler alert, I don't think we're winning the World Series. I also think though we're not going to have the worst record in baseball either. I yeah, I'll say I don't think we're going to have the worst record in our division. Well, I mean mm. a lot of this depends on how the starting pitchers shape up. Yeah, I think our offense will be good, um, like fine. Like not, I think the offense will be I, fine, above I think average. We can easily put up nine, ten runs a game. The question is, can our on pitching, average every game? Yeah, can our pitching hold back? Right, like because if you look at John Means, I think he'll be pretty good. The rest of the pitching staff, I don't know. Like, is Harvey going to be good? I have no idea. Is Zimmerman going to be good? I have no idea. Is Har- is uh, Jorge Lopez going to be good? I have no idea. Like, all these guys mm-hmm. could have ERAs of four point two or have ERAs of seven, and it would not surprise me either way. I like that you're calling four point two as good <laughs> for the Orioles. That's your, yeah, that's your mark for good. Four point yeah, four point two is like four point two is a great year for a starting pitcher. Josh, we'll be in the Orioles Hall of Fame in four years. <laughs> Oh, we do. That was the other Orioles news this week. We have new Orioles Hall of Fame and uh, that's right entries. I know who are you guys aware? They, 
these zips do, does the projections for like um you know bad and average you know ERA and stuff yeah. like there's a bunch of zips projections. It doesn't uh, the P and zips stand for projection? Oh, does it? <laughs> I don't. I assume then what's so. the Z stand for? Yeah, Josh, what's the Z stand for? Zippity doo da. <laughs> anyway, they have they have uh, I said four point two. They have two Orioles pitchers with ERAs under four point two. Only one Orioles pitcher they project to have an ERA under four. Just one pitcher. It's kind of wild. Okay. Who who's the one pitcher? Tanner Scott. Okay. Friend of the show. All right. <laughs> the show. Tanner Scott's a friend of the show. Yeah, we interviewed yeah. him in Bowie the same day we interviewed uh, DJ Stewart, also friend of the show. And who was and uh, Glenn Davis, the oh, young okay. Glenn Davis. That's right, it was Glenn. We had we had all three of them on the same show back in the yeah. day. Yeah, I told Tanner Scott. He says he walks. He was averaging walking one guy an inning. I said, save yeah. your pitch count. Just let the first guy go to first. Right. That's your walk, and then you save your pitches, and then just throw it to the rest of the guys. Yeah, and I believe you told DJ Stewart to swing away. Yeah, I told I him it takes too many walks. He changes stance or something. I think, yeah. I think he's gone the opposite with getting more walks. So, Matt, what's your Not number? to sidetrack, but you saw DJ Stewart. I just heard he's like BFFs with Derrick Henry from the Tennessee Titans. Do you guys see that? I did see Derrick Henry wearing uh, DJ Stewart jersey, yes. I think they were like college roommates or something like that. I thought he was college roommates with uh, the tight end. Down the, the Ravens tight end that's now on the Falcons. Hayden oh, um, uh, yeah, I thought him and Hurst were like college friends. DJ Stewart went to but Florida it, State. Okay, is that where Derrick Henry went? I don't know. I don't know where Derrick Henry. Went. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know these things off the top of All my right. head. I should know that. But how bizarre is it to see a superstar like Derrick Henry wearing a DJ Stewart jersey? That's bizarre. <laughs> yeah, that is bizarre. Uh, but no, I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> we're going to win total here. I'm gonna shock the world, Josh. I'm shocking right. the world. I, I oh, hope boy. you do because. Because I'm a little nervous that mine would shock the world. Okay, let's see. It's coming positive too. Yeah, let's see and who. Got, I've got it written down, so I'm not going to change it. Who who has who has uh, injected more Orioles fever into their veins um, hmm. this off season? Um, I have the Orioles at 79 wins. Oh my gosh! <laughs> really? Oh, wow! 79. That's ridiculous. I've got the Orioles in fourth place with 78 wins. <laughs> oh my gosh. Both you guys are insane. Uh, the, How are they going to get 78 and 79 wins? What team are you looking at? Because it's hard to lose a hundred games. And I see a, I see this lineup that can put up runs. And I believe in guys like John means and Matt Harvey. So I think there's some decent. Matt Harvey pitching. will be lucky if he's on this team past the trade deadline. I mean, no, actually, he'll be unlucky oh, still on Matt. this team after the trade deadline. <laughs> right. No, Matt Harvey will not be on this team after the trade deadline. We'll get to no. that in my bold prediction. Um, no, but I'm I, saying less than 60. Number? You guys saying 64, 62, that's insane. There's well, no and by way. the way, just, you, just real, real quick, Bert, the Orioles finished 25 and 35 last year. 25 and 35 last year. Yeah, they only got I think they have a better team than they did last year, year and they finished 20 only 10 games under 500 in the yeah. 60 games last year. But whatever, go go ahead. But out of the teams that they play the most and I'm speaking of the American League East, the only team that could be arguably worse than the Orioles is maybe the Red Sox. The other 3 are by far better than the Orioles. Agreed. By and far. I have that. I have the Red Sox as uh last place in the AL East just like last year. And they might very well be, 
but there's no chance that the, the Blue Jays are going to beat the crap out of us. The Rays and the Yankees, all three of those are going to beat the crap out of us all year. We could maybe compete with the Red Sox and maybe hope for fourth place over the Red Sox, but that takes into consideration that we're going to be able to beat a lot of the other teams in the other divisions who uh, are not bottom of the barrel beaters like I think the Orioles are going to be this year. And I'm not a hater. I love the Orioles, but we're barrel feeders this year, guys. There's, the, there's no chance of approaching 80 wins. That's insane to me. <laughs> hey, you're the one throwing out the number 80. We both. I know I lost my connection. Come on. So. There we go. Right, Matt, yeah, I like that. I no. like that you're in that same ballpark as me. You went with yeah. the 79. I went with the 78. And hey, listen. I, do, I, I have it as the Red Sox at the bottom of the barrel. I don't think the Red Sox did anything this year to get any better. Oh, I think the Red Sox are going to be all right. Like, I think, I mean, I mean, Bert's right. I think the Red Sox have a great lineup. I mean, you can, you can diss their pitching staff. I think Tampa Bay went to the freaking world series last year. Um, I think the blue Jays look like the new, Young, exciting team. Vlad Guerrero looks incredible. And the Yankees, you know, are absolutely stacked. And so I like if we like I wish we were in the AL or NL Central. Like I wish that was the case. I agree. Give me realignment with the mid market, small market teams. I think the Blue Jays are really interesting. (laughs) They've added so many different players and veterans and stuff that I think they could go either way. It could not work. Hey, listen, I'm banking on a full season of Ryan Mountcastle playing like he's done in spring training. I'm banking on Austin Hayes being staying healthy and playing like he did in spring training. I'm banking on predictions. I think my bold predictions line up with the Orioles getting those 78 wins. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm playing. I'm banking on Santander playing like he did last year and except not getting hurt and playing a whole season like that. And so like with that, I think our offense will be legit. I'm banking on Trey Mancini coming back who wasn't there at all last year and playing good baseball. Um, right. And, and most, most importantly, I'm banking on, I, I, I don't know if it's Zimmerman or if it's Lopez, but we have like 10 starting pitchers, whether it's, you know, going to Lothar and Bauman and Kevin Smith. Like there's a whole host of starting pitchers in AAA that I think we'll figure it out. And I think around the trade deadline, when, you know, most teams get worse by trading away talent, we'll get worse in the sense that we'll trade away, I don't know, LeBlanc or something. But then I also think we'll be adding guys like Kevin Smith, like Zach Lothar, like maybe using Diaz, maybe even Adley Rushman that will make us better. So I think our second half could potentially even be better as we add more young talent. Now for us to hit 79 wins, everyone needs to overachieve. I get that. This is me glass half full. Um, But more realistically, Next year is when you kind of shoot for that 79 number, but I'm, I'm back on us being a year early at that number. Yeah. I, and that's my, the, you, go ahead. Go ahead, Bert. I was going to say the, the, you mentioned that and like maybe guys like Adley Rushman and the younger guys who come up at the end of the season, but there's no chance those guys with zero major league experience are going to come in and beat up on at the end of the season against teams that are vying for their playoff spots and that are at the peak of their game. So you're not going to pick up any garbage wins at the end of the season. If anything, those guys like Adley Rushman and the young guys are going to get a, uh, you know, 
punched in the throat of this is what mm. Major League Baseball is like from the teams that are really good, that are really competitive, that are really major uh, playoff contenders. And newsflash, you're playing for the Orioles where hopefully a couple of years from now you can be in the shoes of the guys who are punching you in the throat right now. Sure, but the yeah, end you're making season, a lot of sense there. But the end of that season is also when we're playing Houston and Kansas City and Boston, teams that aren't going to be in that playoff run either. They, they got a better chance than us. You said Houston? Yeah. You think Houston's going to be good this year? I don't think they're with the Royals and the Orioles. No, they're, they're not with the Royals and the Orioles, but I, they're not. I don't think they're a playoff team. All right. I don't know. Then if they're not, who, who who's the playoff team in the West? Uh, the Angels, who what, have one playoff I appearance mean, under Mike Trout. The, the, the A's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't Not know. Texas. Like no, send us to the that's West. Let's play in the West. Yeah, that's true. But we've oh, they said uh, we need a second baseman, and uh, the, the Rangers just uh, DFA'd uh, that guy first, uh, Jose Batista yeah. in the face. Why, yeah. why don't we pick him up? I wouldn't be surprised okay. if we do pick him up this week. <laughs> it, it's a if he can play second year. base and he can breathe, we'll take him. <laughs> right. So, all right, you want to get to some bold predictions? All right, let's do it. Hit the button. I'm not doing it until you hit the button. I'm getting the button. Time now for bold predictions. All right. You want me to go first? Yeah, go first. All right. Mm -hmm. I think I like that Bert knows nothing. So we've been like focused on these prospects (laughs) and spring numbers. So Bert's just going to shoot down all of our bold predictions. Yeah. I think, (laughs) but my bold, my first prediction is Matt Harvey has a great year. And is in the talk for comeback player of the year. So you're saying Matt Harvey um, pushes Trey Mancini out for mm. comeback player of the year and wins no, no, comeback no. player of the year. That's what I heard. I said, no, I said in the talk. I oh. didn't give him the award because everyone's already decided it's Trey Mancini. Doesn't matter what happens, it's Trey Mancini. But okay. I think Matt Harvey is going to have that conversation about based on what's on the baseball field. Uh, People will put him in there in the conversation. All right, I'll go next since you went award season. I'll go with my bold prediction award. I think Ryan Mountcastle will win the rookie of the year, best rookie player in all of baseball. I, I agree. I agree with you. I think Mountcastle is going to hit forty home runs this year. Did I just shut you up with that one? <laughs> <laughs> you 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 won up my bold prediction there. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if, I, I, I got to see these baseballs first before I make that predict. Before, before yeah, the, I get new, the, that. the new baseballs that are no. not supposed to go as far. Yeah, but uh, I mean, if he plays like it in spring training, he'll get that his, 40 number. His spring, numbers, his spring numbers project to well past 40. Yeah, I thought if we have time to do a little over-under game. And so my, um, my Mountcastle home run over-under at 25, I think I know where you're going with that one. Yeah, I'll take the over. Yeah. All right. So now that oh, I... and uh, Mountcastle qualifies still for Rookie of the Year this year, yeah, because of his yeah. limited playing time last year and the shortened yeah. season and all that. A lot of yeah. people pushing around nationally uh, as like Rookie of the Year pros- uh, candidates, and they're including Mountcastle and Adley. But I don't think. Yeah, Adley... I saw both of their pictures. Right. Yeah. I don't know why that's going around because I don't think Adley is going to play this year enough. I think next year is Adley's year. Yeah. All right, you got another one? Me? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. I don't know if Bert was playing with us or if he's just hanging out. The uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, if I if I if one pops into my head, I'll spit it out. All right, here's the next one. I would do a little research here. We have 30. You know, according to MLB Pipeline, they do, they do their top 30 Orioles prospects, right? I think the Orioles will have 10, a third of their prospects play for the professional base for the bottom Orioles this year. 10 of the 30 oh, will play. 10 of their top 30. 10 uh, of the Orioles top 30 will play in the majors this year. Uh, that's a lot. Yep. I mean, that's exciting. That's what we clearly expect next. I year. think we're seeing this year. I think we're going to see the full on youth I think, movement. I think we were projecting it for this year. And I think we're, I could see that, but I think last year not having a season makes me wonder how, I think how there's projections a, work. There's a bunch of pitchers throw in McKenna Diaz that are on AAA, kind of on the verge that have been added to the 40 man. And so they can come up. And I think I think a lot of them are going to make their appearance this year. A whole right. bunch of them. All right. If they if they do, I think that's a great sign. You know, even if it's after roster expansions or in September or whatever. Like if that happens, I'm gonna be feeling real good about next year and the year after that for sure. Yeah, of course. Here's a prediction that Bert can get on board with. Chris Davis. All right. No, I think Chris Davis has zero at bats as an Oriole this year. I don't think he even <laughs> comes up to the majors. I don't think he plays. I think he rides out this weird back injury to sit out the whole season. Well, again, Josh, you're stealing my over-under because that over-under, Chris Davis, 40 at-bats, I'm guessing you're going with the under. Where were you going to go? I said 40 at-bats, which would right. be like, what, 12 games for the over-under number. He got 40. two at bats in spring training, and you now he's been out hurt for the all of spring training. Bert, we've got would, a lineup with no place for him. Bert, would you put the number at forty? Would you say over or under for at bats for Chris Davis this year? Well, I'll plead ignorance in the fact that I'm just now getting this update that what he's hurt and he's not he's not <laughs> starting opening day or anything. Breaking news. So, um. Do I think what really is going to happen or what I hope is going to happen? It's in the best interest of this team. If he, if it's the under, certainly he should not play at all. And they should just eat the money and suck it up and buttercup and all that. Uh, it, it bodes well for this team. If he's not playing and someone else is taking his spot. So I, uh, yeah, I hope for the under, and if there's somebody whispering his shoulder or, you know, pushing him down a stairwell or enticing him one way or the other to not get those 40 at-bats, I'll take it. Well, they put him on the 60-day IL this week. Okay, good. So that's at least two months without him. And the problem is I don't see how you fit him in this lineup. Are you going to take Mancini or Mountcastle out of the lineup? It doesn't no way. make any sense. No. You want those guys in every lineup. Definitely. Trey Mancini didn't beat colon cancer, so Chris Davis can strike out four times in right. the game. Right. So, Bert, you're suggesting someone, did I hear you right, push Chris Davis down the stairs? I didn't. I just said they do what they got to do. I didn't say how long <laughs> right. they had to do maybe, it or whatever. Maybe that's why you signed Odor. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Odor and Chris Davis. Uh, you know, his back's still hurting him a little bit for one reason or another. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go on, Matt. You got another bold prediction? Yeah. All right, so I was going to say top 10, but this is bold, so forget about it, top five. Mm. Um, the Orioles will finish top five in almost every major offensive category 
runs scored, slugging percentage, um, home runs, top five in almost all of them. I'm all on board with his offense. I, I agree with you about the offense. He's going to be hot. Top five in almost all of them seems a little. That's where I went little, bold. That's where bold. I went bold with it. Yeah. yeah. That's bold. All right. I've got, uh, I've got all-stars. I think this year we actually have a real all-star and not just uh, Ty Wigginton or someone out there. <laughs> I, but, but here's the problem. I don't know which guy it's going to be. I think. Austin Hayes, Ryan Mountcastle, and Trey Mancini could all have all-star-like performances this year. Well, they better if you're going to get to that 78-win number, you said. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think Trey Mancini is the obvious there. I think even if he doesn't get voted in, he gets the nod Uh, from the other coaches. All expectations are he's going to put up the numbers to support it regardless, even if he never had the comeback story. The guy's a superstar regardless. Right. The problem is Mancini's going to be up against first baseman. Right. Yeah. Hayes and Mountcastle are going to be outfield candidates and can sneak in three. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't matter. Mancini could hit 200. People are voting him in. Forget about it. Okay. Yeah, maybe. See, and that's where it's hard for me to judge. Like, I know this is the feel-good story is Mancini, but do people in Texas care? Yeah, like he's been on the headlines. He's been on freaking uh, what, what show because, was on? Because today's show. Care. Today's show. Right, because it's a feel-good story when lots of things in life suck. Yeah, it's a good story. You know, it'd be a feel-good story had making the All Star game. It would be. So I don't know why you're trying to I'm on saying, the, the the crap on Trey Mancini no, train, Josh. I'm saying Trey to hop make- off right now. Trey's going to make the all-star team. I don't know if it's going to be fan voted to get him in. I would be fan voted. Here's what I think. You know how they do like the final vote candidates. I think maybe they squeeze Trey in there. You know how they do like the separate day of you can vote for one of these three people or whatever. Okay. Right. So, so according to zips, by the way, is making the same project prediction as you about the top five. Okay, good. I love it. So according to Zips, now let's go to the pitching. According to Zips, uh, Josh says that means saying Zips projections is redundant. So I'll just say according to Zips. Uh, it's like it's like uh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, according to, 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 to Zips, um, only one pitcher, as I said before, will finish with an area under four. This is why I knew before I looked it up for my bold prediction. Um, they just have Tanner Scott, everyone else with an area above four. Most guys in the fives or six is kind of embarrassing. Um, I think five pitchers, five Oriole pitchers will be under that number four number. Okay. And I think one Orioles pitcher will have an ERA under two. Five under four and one under two. All right. Are you going to name them? I'll name them. I don't care. (laughs) By the way, ZIPS stands for the Zimborski Projection System. Never would have gotten that. (laughs) Oh, that's my boy. That's my boy, Dan Zimborski. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the guy that hates the Orioles. Yeah, we renounced his Orioles fandom when we didn't yeah. sign Shohei Otani. Well, yeah, I'll renounce the Orioles fandom, too, if they're going to name a stat after me. Yeah. Oh, shoot, I will, too. Um, anyway, the the um, the five pitchers, one, two, three, four, five. I wrote six. So five of these six will have an ERA under four. I don't know which ones, but All five right. of these six will. John Means, Dean Kramer, Matt Harvey, Hunter Harvey, 
Tanner Scott, and Cesar Valdez. I'm taking Matt Harvey off the list. So it's going to be John Means, Dean Kramer, Hunter Harvey, Tanner Scott, and Cesar Valdez. We'll, we'll all have ERAs under four. And Josh, do you know which one will have an ERA under two? Uh, Hunter Harvey. Nope. His, his actually is 3.4. Tanner Scott. No, his is actually 3.6, unfortunately. <laughs> Wait, did you write down? You wrote I have all the ERAs. I have all the ERAs. I'll play player. Dean Kramer. Uh, no, no, sorry. He's actually 3.99. He just snuck in under that four mark. John Means. Uh, no, no. He had I'll play uh, Matt Harvey. <laughs> no, he's actually off my list. He now is in the area of 4.7. Right, who's off who's there? I don't remember the guys on your list. <laughs> the only guy you didn't mention, Cesar Valdez. Oh, okay. He's been nasty in spring training and throwing yeah. the nasty fork ball, whatever he's throwing up there, throwing that junk up there. That circle change, whatever. Right. He's going to have an area under two. He's going to dominate all of baseball. Okay. Cesar Valdez. In my defense, uh, I, I, that is the one guy I never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> well, a 37-year-old journeyman reliever, you know. All right, I'll throw a, uh, I'll throw a pitching thing at you. Yeah. I think we will have 10 different starters this year getting to the rotation. You stole that's one I had last year. You're stealing my uh well, you're stealing my bull prediction from last year. Uh, we're gonna see starts from John Means, Matt Harvey, Bruce Zimmerman, Lopez, Creamer, Aiken, LeBlanc, Plutko, Valdez, and Scarelitero, whatever his name is, Mac. Oh, so you're just talking about that on the roster now. Yeah. I'm not, not even including guys I'm in the saying, minors. I'm saying guys that are in the roster now. Well, except for Aiken. Yeah. 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 You're right. Besides Aiken, guys who are currently on the roster, they're going to mix into this starting rotation and give guys here and there, let them start. Is or it, some piggyback. To me, to me, it doesn't seem that bold that there would be ten different starters. Yeah, I'm not bold at all. The <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have numbers wrong, but I'd be willing to bet there were probably ten different starters even in the short season uh, we had like, last year. Yeah, I think there were like fifteen. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about maybe having a six-man rotation. Right. Just but the, guys. but I, for Josh, I, I, the bold thing is the bold thing for Josh is that the ten guys he named are actually on the team now. Yeah, yeah. yeah that named, would be it's not just going to be some guy we get over off a trade or right. you know off the scrap heap somewhere right. to start a game yeah, at a the, pinch. Yeah, the bold part is that I'm naming names. Yeah, got it. And, and Josh it. probably okay. also has Orioles trading like Harvey and LeBlanc or whatever. So that's right there. Two two more guys who I will do. start in their place. I have both those guys leaving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just have one more bold prediction. Oh, good. Me too. Uh, this is the Adley Rutschman protection. Everyone needs oh, to have oh an Adley Rutschman protection. That's my protection, too. Oh, boy. When, when, when he arrives in Baltimore. That's exactly what I wrote down. Oh, would you have a date? I have a date. I have a month. <laughs> I have a day. Yeah, you, all right, fine. You want me to pick a day? Yeah, I have a day. All right, hold on. I'll change mine to a day. Uh, I'll, I'll start with the year, 2024. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I got my day. Well, hold up. You got the calendar up there? You got the calendar up? The schedule? Yeah, you got the schedule? Yeah. How else would you pick a day? I just picked a day. I didn't look at the schedule yet. Hold on. I want to make got to make sure this is not an off day. Uh, I, I, I put down a month. Now I just changed it to a day. All right, fine. This is your prediction, <laughs> but do you want me to go while you look at a calendar? Yeah, yeah. I got to pull up a calendar. Prep? All right. My day is... A Tuesday home game with the Toronto Blue Jays, which is Tuesday, July 6th. Mm. Nice 4th of July barbecue. Bring them on up. That's my projection. 
How about you? Did you find your date yet? What's your I, date? I'll tell you if there's a game. I got Was my it the date. same month at least? No, it's not the same month. Okay. All right. You going early? I'm you going early. Little, I'm going early, baby. You got a little bit excited <laughs> about him still playing spring games yesterday, didn't I you? I got a little bit excited, Josh. Tell me how June 3rd's looking on your calendar. Oh, snap. June 3rd? <laughs> what we got? Who we got? Who we got June 3rd, Josh? Who we got for Adley's first game, baby? Who we got June 3rd? Uh, it's an off day. Okay. Who we got June 4th? The whole calendar, and you picked an off day. <laughs> Who we got June 4th? Give me June a Friday 4th. night, June 4th. June 4th, night Friday gonna, night. It's at home. They'll announce, it, they'll announce it on an off day just to build the hype. Yes. And it's a home day. game? Yes. It's a home game. This is June it. 4th. You're going to have a nice Friday night. Yeah. Uh, full stadium. I like that. It's a 7.05 start. With the Cleveland Indians. Yes, you heard it first. Adley Rushman's first game, June 4th, against the Cleveland baseball team. Your birthright. Get the oh, off wait, day to pump base- it up. No, they're not. Aren't they still the Indians? Well, I call them the baseball team. What they, are, did they I, 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 think, I think there's a transition time. I think they're going to be the base. They, they're the Indians this year, but it's, they're going to phase it out. This will be the last time the Indians, quote unquote, visit Baltimore. I did, yeah. Did you see that? Uh, uh, Dan Snyder bought like all own, full ownership of the Redskins now or something. Yeah, just for now. Yeah. Do you think he can use that to now not care and put the Redskins name back on after all of this crap? Wouldn't that kind of be a, like a Dan Snyder type move? Because it was the minority owners, especially the guy from FedEx, that forced him to change the name and get rid of it. So I wonder if he's going to buy it, bought the whole team out just so he can put the name Redskins back on it. That'd be a crazy ballsy move, and I don't think he he would not get any uh, support for it. That's at my least outside uh, of outside of DC. Yeah, that's I'm sorry. I thought we were doing an Orioles prediction show, that's, but that's maybe my, I fell asleep and woke up into a different podcast. Hey, that's my extra bold prediction. Yeah, <laughs> that next year the Redskins are back. All right. So, all right. Well, that. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad we wrote down without talking to each other. We wrote down the same number of projections and a lot of overlap. Yeah. Hey, it's uh, almost uh, like you guys planned this show out. Yeah. <laughs> we, we haven't done show notes in at least two years. Hey, I do show notes almost every show. Okay. Don't bring no, me mean, down together. with you. Together. I've oh, got, together. I've got, well, even I together, we haven't, yeah, we didn't do it together today. Yeah. No, I got a whole page of notes. You don't yeah. know what any of it says. All right. Hey, I just got, I want to get a PS5 update from you, Josh. Oh, I've got one. But before we get there, um, I got a few over unders. You touched on some of these, but can we do real quick rapid fire over under? All right. Sure. Let's do. Get impressions from you and Bert. Um, John Means, 10 wins over under. Over. 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 Over That means if we're going to have less than 60 wins, he accounts for, uh, what, 50% of our wins? Over 10. I mean, we got to get 78 wins. (laughs) Trey Mancini, batting average 280, over under. Uh, Over. I just said he's going to be in the All Star game. Yeah, but I don't think his batting error is going to. Be right, you think cancer's getting him in? Uh, I, I think it, I think he's pretty good. He'll he'll be above two fifty, but I don't think two eighty is a stretch. Bert's giving him a make a wish trip to the All Star game. <laughs> hey, I'm not trashing the guy. Orioles but, Orioles yeah. trade deadline moves over under two point five. Uh, under. I no, to. I think it's over. I think it's over. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, Matt Harvey is a given, so it's just need to have one and a half other guys. Yeah, but that or one and a half other moves. 
Well, I feel like there's always a random bullpen arm. Like last yeah. year, like Blyer. Last year was a bunch of bullpen arms. Ga- Castro, Blyer, Givens. This year, I think it could be, I don't know, maybe a, a Fry or another random bullpen guy will be traded. I, I don't know. I see LeBlanc and I see uh, Harvey, and I don't know even the, that. The big question is Santander. Does that outfit get too crowded where Santander is traded? I think that's the big one to watch. Or Mancini. No. <laughs> no. All right. Like you say no, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, yeah. Um, but no, I think that's why it's really important that Santander plays really well the first half of the season. Because I think Michael Elias would love to flip him for a good prospect when you still have a bunch of good outfitters out there, assuming Mullins is playing well and Harvey's playing well. Yeah. Um, Matt Harvey, ERA, 4.50, over under. <laughs> oh, under. I listed him as comeback player candidate. I mean, 4.5 is good. Yeah. yeah. I'm giving him under. I'll take it from any of them. And 12 yeah. wins. All right, last one. Scott Garceau, mispronunciations of names, 168. Oh over under that means over, over one over. per game. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm going with over one per game. I well, I don't, he might not announce easy. He probably won't announce every game. So I guess, um, over one per game. Yeah. However many games he announces, yeah. let's say was, 75. If he, so I'll put the number at 76. All right. If he calls the person by the wrong name, does that count as a misinterpretation? <laughs> yes. Yes. And yeah. Well over either pronounce his name wrong or say the wrong name. Yep. And is there anyone game? actually tracking this? Statistic? I will track it this season. <laughs> it's it, Bob. It's it's so funny to me. Just follow Twitter, and Twitter will track it. Trust yeah. me. Oh, no Twitter, doubt. They're all over it. Uh-huh. He he gets killed on Twitter. With I've Horace never seen announcer so killed. Which is funny because I think everyone that kills him loves him on the Scott and Jeremy show. Well, and, and no for one me, about that. Club, yeah. It, growing up as a little kid and being an Orioles fan, like Scott, if you met Scott Garceau, it was like the equivalent of meeting an Orioles player. Mm-hmm. But how the mighty have fallen! Nobody cares about Scott Garceau anymore. <laughs> in yeah. fact, they go out of their way to trash the poor guy. And it's amazing though, because there's been a purge in kind of the announcers, but somehow he survived the purge. Yeah, like he's untouchable. <laughs> he's getting, right, right. Everyone else is gone. They fired so many people this past year. People who were with the team longer and were better at their job, and somehow yeah. he survived. I like salary, like that's impressive. Salary. He must get paid in peanuts. <laughs> oh my! Don't All get me started on salaries. Yeah. I just got, um, I just got, I'm just applying for college jobs. Yeah. And I just got my first response. Hey, listen, if you want to go further along the interview process, we need to tell you like what we're paying you. And I said, we're <laughs> yeah, done popcorn. here. I said, we're done here. We're done. Well, did, <laughs> where, what state was the college in? North Carolina. See, that's part of what you got to look into is Maryland things cost a whole lot more. Like but I Josh, can make less money in Florida. It don't matter, Josh. In it doesn't matter, Josh. It was you not know, bad. Do you know what the number was? I'll tell you what the number was. What was the number? Forty thousand. Mm. You're, well, you're, that's beneath you. Yes, it's beneath me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I understand. And there's a state income tax in North Carolina. Uh, yeah, what, I'm you a mean, unionized teacher that's, making bank. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No. Forty thousand. That's not much more. I'm not moving minimum. my whole family for forty thousand. Aren't they trying to make minimum wage fifteen dollars an hour? That and I did the math. It's I think the minimum wage is like thirty six thousand or something. Right, right. Yeah. Because forty would be about twenty bucks an hour. Yeah. yeah. And you know that you're going to be putting in more than 40 hours a week. Yeah. So, so I told not to that, mention all the hours you put in to earn your doctorate. 
<laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is like master's doctorate, yeah. the money and time I've put into this. Congratulations. Right. Yeah. Here's He's a barely minimum wage job. <laughs> so but it, but it, it shows that's I mean that someone's gonna take that job for that amount. So maybe from them. Maybe. Or they, they come back and ra- and raise that number up. Over 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 or under the amount I'm gonna make in my first college teaching job. <laughs> take the under people, take the under. <laughs> or uh, play hardball, take the over and refuse to take it until it's over. Right. Yeah. Well, thankfully I have another job, so I don't yeah. need to take it. So I never, yeah. uh, Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I never filled Bert in on our ball four segment. Are we gonna do that this week? Or no, let's just do the PS five update. We can do the ball right. four next week. I got some books though. I read the newest Stephen King book that came out this past month. All right. Well, I'll just throw I'll out there. I'll just throw out my one ball four because people want to do it this week. Is T-Mobile? This is the today is when they're giving away the MLB.tv accounts for free. So if you have T-Mobile, go get that. If you don't have T-Mobile, reach out to someone that does have T-Mobile to get the free year. Yeah, or be related to someone who has T-Mobile. That's what I just said. Send yeah, you said reach out. Work. Fine, send me a text after this, and I'll set you up. But are there blackout restrictions? Like if you're in Baltimore, can you still watch it on your yeah, phone? Josh. Uh, yeah, no, there's blackout restrictions, but when you're then whatever in Hawaii, you can watch it. Yeah. Okay. I, I get really annoyed that I get the Tampa Bay Rays blackouts when I am like three hours from Tampa. Yeah. And you don't care so about it. If the care. Orioles are playing Tampa, you can't watch it unless it's on local TV. It, right. Right. And I have YouTube TV and they're not on there. So I have to use the Reddit streams. They They should right. ask you. Do you care about this team before they black it out? Because it oh, defeats the purpose <laughs> before the blackout is because, you know, they, 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 they don't want you watching the games. But if you yeah. say, I don't care about this team, then they should let you watch it. And remember, Masson has a app out this year. It's not in the app store yet, but they say they'll have an app this year. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good over under. Over under app day release. Uh, who? Uh, what happens first? Adley Rushman's caught up or the app is released? Adley. I think Adley. <laughs> I think I don't think they planned to an app until they like everyone got all upset about everything this offseason and they quickly put out a press release. Oh, we're gonna have an app. So, <laughs> all right, you want a PS5? Yeah, update? I'm waiting. I'm sitting here waiting for the PS5 update. Um, well, here is the headphones. That? The headphones that I bought a month ago for my PlayStation. They're still so, in the box. That's not a good sign. They're still in the box, and they are. Um, exp- they I cannot return them now. They are past the return date. It's been 56 days since I paid for my PlayStation. And you know what? It showed up an hour ago. Oh. Before show. I got it right here. Wow. Oh, so, my. And Very cool. So, hold up. So, just to clarify, last week, yeah. he said it was coming. Yeah. So, if you remember last, last week, I gave you the update. And I said, oh, he would never hear this. Um, I then texted you after the show to say, oh, he heard it and sent me a message. Yeah, so, good at- but add some pressure. So it was a little pressure. So he, yeah, I, use I, your I platform. I, I had a couple more for sure's in the past week. Yeah. He said so for then, sure tomorrow, for sure tomorrow. Yeah, right. yeah. So I finally told him over the weekend, I said, Hey, show is Tuesday at eight o'clock. That's the deadline. If you don't want to get made fun of again. And he showed up, <laughs> he showed up an hour before showtime. Oh, just playing hardball. A little, little bit of hardball. I should have done this nice. 54 days ago. <laughs> yeah. Do you think so, like he went out and robbed someone to get the PlayStation just so he wouldn't be called out again? I don't think so. 
All right, but, but it's all right. You got the never know. It doesn't matter. It's mine. So props to your friend yeah. for the hookup. So I'll set it up after the show. Yeah. Yeah. So it worked out well. I do also, I meant to do this at the top of the show. It's at the top of my show notes uh, for a shout out for pay, a new Patreon member this week, Joe Chambers. All right. Who hopped on board. So definitely want to thank him. Remember, you can go on over to support on section336.com and support us on Patreon because we're no longer doing commercials or any of that. We're just going to be uh, Patreon and listener supported. There you go. Nice. And Josh, what a, a, yeah, go ahead, Bert. I was going to say, I have a small piece of news I wanted to share with you guys. It's a little bit disappointing because, uh, well, last year, uh, my son's baseball clinic got canceled because of COVID and they're, he's all registered. We're good to go for this season. I don't know what the pandemic restrictions are going to be so far, but we got the email from his coach with the team assignments. Oh no. And Oh no. Uh, I, I don't have much info as far as full schedule yet. Don't say but it, as soon as I know you will know. I do know our team is, Oh no. The Yankees this oh, year. No. Why do they even offer the Yankees Why? in the Baltimore area? Like that I, be just a default. You I was just—it was a painful email to receive. So how did um, how did Albie handle you telling I know him how to play this year? I know how Albie handled. Albie handled it saying like, "My entire life, I've always wanted to be a Yankee. Since I was a little kid, I've always wanted to be a Yankee. Exactly. It's a dream come true." Right. You take that picture in case he gets a chance to be a Yankee one day. I, I think I think we told him at dinner tonight. I said, "Well, I got bad news, son. We got your T-ball team or clinic team assignment, and uh, I'm not happy about the team you're assigned with. It's the Yankees." And he said, "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess that that's okay. If he's never heard of the Yankees, that's almost as good as hating them. I was on the Red Sox a bunch when I was a little league. It didn't impact me at all. I turned out fine. Even playing on the Red Sox for a while. I was super blunt because last year he was assigned. We were all ready to go with the Mariners, and then they canceled the season. I thought you were the Diamondbacks for some reason, no? That was two, two years ago. Uh, two, years two ago. Three years ago, we were the Diamond. We've been the Diamondbacks, the Cubs, and we were supposed to be the Mariners last year, but that fell through. So now we're to the Yankees. whoop de doo I normally, the dad, I, I buy the t-shirt, the ball cap, support the, the son's t-ball team, clinic team. I, I mean, I'm thinking maybe I just get a t-shirt that says New York City on, or I heart New York, maybe. I don't no, know. I, 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 think, I, I can't I do think it. A nice, I think a nice Yankees suck uh, shirt. <laughs> And, and go the but it's opposite. his team. They don't well, suck. You put on, a, put on a zip up hoodie and you just zip it up to cover up the stuff. <laughs> it's going to be a struggle, but uh, you know we'll we'll make it through. There's always next year. <laughs> you could do like a Zach Britton Yankee jersey, right? They, or Darren O'Day yeah. Yankee shirt. Mike Mussina. Or Babe Ruth. He's a Baltimore guy. I, you yes. can't you can't fault the guy for something that happened 80 years ago. Yes. Maybe I'll go that way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, go at least according. Guy. According yeah. to your mom, he's no, a distant no. relative, right? Bert, this is <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Depending on you ask, don't down. get my Aunt Lena started. Yeah. You guys are forgetting <laughs> you guys are forgetting the most obvious one for Bert. What's that? Tom Mattenly. Oh, thank you, Josh. Oh, you just took a giant weight off my shoulders. You're absolutely right. But you gotta can, grow, can the Albie grow a mustache. Oh, you're with Bert. Can Albie grow a mustache? I will. <laughs> I'll stop shaving today. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm all in now. You guys got me feeling much better about this. Thank you. This is why I came back on the show. There you guys we go. me up. Yeah. Thank right. you, Josh. Good. Now, now you can sleep better at night and have better dreams. Absolutely. Both. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, good. Well, this is this has just been a really successful show. Josh got his PlayStation. Bert is now comfortable with his uh, his his son's team. Right. This is yeah. just good. Good. The Orioles are going to win seventy nine games. This is just good feels all around. Absolutely. And Birdland tonight starts on Thursday with the opening day. So make sure you're checking that out. Yep. Who's hosting opening day, the first game of it's the season? Who's doing Paul, the first post me game? and Paul Val are on Thursday night. All right. So you got to click we'll the little there, like, right? like bells and uh, notifications. No, they're going to be in Boston. No, but oh, oh, that's right. This opening day. Never mind. It's We've been over this. We're not We've been over this. Orioles starting on the it's road. <laughs> it's, it's been an hour, Matt. Big I'm, circle I'm back over an hour. Already. But real home opener will be there. Yes. Unless something changes. Yes. Down. <laughs> we'll be there. Okay, good. All right, wrap it up. Looking man. forward to it. Bert's losing it. <laughs> all right, boys and girls. You can uh, like us on Facebook, social media, all that stuff. You can follow us on Twitter. You should uh, tweet at Bert Rohde to tell us he can. Uh, he should join us more. You can follow Bert Rohde <laughs> at. At Bert Rohde, yeah. And you can follow Josh. At oh, Josh Rohde. And you follow me at section three three six. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits, perfect for seeing Taylor Swift the Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.